This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Hello there. This is episode four. It's a gardening episode because it's Thursday. I always like to think that the preparation drink at the beginning of this podcast is a delicious cocktail, maybe an iced tea. Today, though, I'm drinking Gatorade because it is hot. Really hot. Really, really, really hot. I don't even think the temperature is as hot as it's been this week, but it is so humid. And it might have rained overnight. It's that humid. I woke up and I thought my husband had done me a favor and watered the backyard. (laughs) But I think it had actually rained. My plan for today's episode was to record it later in the evening and tell you about how my lawn is now installed. However, my lawn is not actually installed yet. It arrived this morning. Lovely man dropped it off at 8.30 this morning and it's sitting all piled up in a pallet in my carport and my plan was to finish prepping the area this morning, install the lawn, go to the baby's Jimbaroo class, come back, just relax and profit. Yeah, I have these crazy ideas. I was given a pamphlet when they dropped off the lawn, had a look through that, realized I had everything except one crucial element, some fertilizer. So I dashed off to Bunnings to prove my handyman credentials. And I was there at 8.30 this morning, grabbed what I needed, came back, gave the baby her breakfast, let her wander around on the patio whilst I tried to finish prepping the lawn area. It's so hot. I lasted half an hour and that was it. And I just can't do anymore and I've realized that I've actually pushed myself pretty close to physical exhaustion I've done a good couple of hours in the garden every single day this month and the lawn prep has actually just been the hardest yes I could have round up the area killed all the grass let it die for two weeks and then install my lawn but I wanted lawn for Saturday And so I decided to pull out the remaining bits and pieces of cooch in the area for the lawn by hand. And I have just totally wrecked my fingers. My fingers are a mess. I don't think I can knit. I might try knitting later, but I can almost not bend my middle finger on my right hand. Wearing gloves and stuff, but just all the rakes and then just physically pulling out all the runners. That was crazy. Anyway, so I've done three quarters. I have done three quarters of the area and I've just got this one final quarter left and I just was pushing, pushing this morning and then it was like, no, this is not actually going to happen. My husband is going to come home early from work today and help me put it in. There will be lawn by this evening. There will be, but I'm going to record the podcast now because I foresee I will be quite exhausted by then. Maybe there'll be photos for the feedback episode tomorrow. So instead of telling you about my lawn, it's been quite interesting just watching myself and how my own mood and approach to life has kind of changed over the last month as I've been really getting involved in my garden. You know, like it takes about an hour in the evenings to water everything. Next year, once everything is established, I probably won't have to water at all. If it's really, really hot, I might have to water once every three days. But the idea is that these will all be natives that don't need watering because they'll have hooked into the groundwater system but at the moment it takes like an hour and I usually do that last thing in the evening sun setting I live quite near to the beach so there's usually the sea breeze has already come in and you know you're wandering around basically a dirt area for an hour that's like forced meditation you're just alone with your thoughts the water and your plants and I love looking at each plant to see if it's grown if it's changed how it's doing but it's actually been a really great 
way to just get completely removed from all devices, all external background noise and just chill out. There's no way you can't come inside after doing that and not be relaxed. So that's been really interesting as just a, you know, grounding mechanism, which I don't really want to give up now. Like I feel like that's a really rejuvenating thing to just do. The other thing I've noticed is it's changed how I am inside my house as well. My background is I'm an environmental engineer and my specialty is in water and fluid dynamics. I'm telling you this because I always think about this one lecture that I had in about third year where we were learning about the two steady states of water body. So a water body can either be completely mixed from the top to the bottom. So that means it's one uniform temperature and or salinity. And that means that everything is cycling through the whole water column. Oxygen gets down to the bottom. It's a very, very healthy system. It's well mixed. Ecosystem can survive. The food chain is usually in balance. And that's a steady state that can go on indefinitely. But the flip side is there is another steady state, which is a stratified system where there is a temperature gradient from the top to the bottom and or a salinity gradient. And because of that gradient, it works to reinforce itself. It can't turn over and mix because the water is all different densities and buoyancies. Everything is sitting at at its natural state. And that usually means that you get oxygen deprivation down to the bottom. Fish can't really survive. Usually you get an algal bloom. It's really disgusting, dirty water. And that state is also steady and stable and will go on indefinitely. And you can flip from one to the other. And that's the bit that really interests me, that you can have a trigger that switches it and then it just flips from one state to the other. And obviously, as an engineer, you want to figure out how to switch it from the stratified one to the fully mixed, which is a much healthier ecosystem. So it's like, so in my mind, it's like there are two steady states, one really awesome, one really not. And when you're in either one of those, you will just stay there unless something switches and flips you from one to the other. And what really interests me is how you figure out the switches that take you from one state to the other. So I always think about that when I'm totally lethargic and into watching TV and not into exercising at all. And I can't even imagine being someone who goes out and runs every day and then something will happen. I don't know what it is, but the something is what interests me. And then suddenly I'm exercising every day and I can't imagine not wanting to feel how awesome you feel when you eat well, you exercise, you drink lots of water, you feel great. And when you're in that state, you want to stay there. But the energy required to change your mindset and to find the motivation to get yourself there, that's the bit that interests me. And I'm constantly trying to figure out how to hack myself, I guess, to do that. And so I've been living in this house for, I think, four years now. And when I moved in, he was my boyfriend at the time, my husband, and he just sort of, you know, hey, move in. But he didn't really clear out anything or make any room for me. And I was living in a three-bedroom house by myself, which I had fully settled into. And I had to somehow fit my house into his house and share. And it's taken me a really long time to kind of figure out how to mesh our stuff together, but also slowly go through my stuff and just get rid of stuff and convince him to go through his stuff and get rid of his stuff so that we have less stuff. But I didn't notice until I started actually working on the garden and it wasn't until the patio actually went in and I went and bought myself furniture for the back patio and started sitting there. That's when I suddenly started to feel like I actually owned this house, like that I actually, that this house is actually mine. 
And I didn't realize that I didn't feel that way. And now I've just been slowly doing things. And so in this last week, I rearranged the furniture in our sitting area. It's kind of the formal sitting area, but since the baby has been mobile, we have a playpen set up in that area because it's the biggest area. So that's kind of where we've ended up hanging out for most of the time. And I probably advised my husband where to put the furniture when he bought it, but it was before I moved in. And now I completely flipped the room around because all the couches were against all the windows looking into the house. And suddenly I'm like, well, I want to be able to sit inside and see my garden. Wouldn't it be great if I moved all the couches so that they were facing the windows instead of having their backs to the windows? It'll let in more light. I put in some flowers along one window to just have some colour seep into the room. And I intend to do a whole lot of pots with colour on the patio once I'm done. And I want to be able to look at them while I'm inside. So last week I flipped around the room, which was totally as a result of doing the gardening. And the room is completely different now. It's light, it's airy. For some reason, it just feels like the furniture fits better. And it makes the whole house airier and I feel happier. And I'm just so fascinated by how there's this switch that's happened. And now all of a sudden, I'm cleaning things that I've been looking at for ages and not being motivated to get to, throwing things out. I'm decluttering. I'm just getting things done and I suddenly feel like ruthless about it I don't know what the switch was I guess the switch was finally getting into the garden and actually just tackling this massive project and realizing that I actually have the drive to drive a really big project and drive it to a tight deadline to get it done now my deadline was this Saturday because it's my birthday tomorrow and I realized that the one thing that I really want to have for my birthday is to have a few people around be out in my patio, finally entertained because I actually like to entertain even though it's something that I haven't done a lot of in the last decade, say. Just have some friends around and just kick back. I'm all for the drinks on the back patio this summer and that's what I want to do. So I've been driving myself really hard to get this garden done for that. It's not done. The lawn will go in tonight, but it's not quite done. There are still plants to go in. There's still mulch to be spread around the edges the path is done, and I will show you a photo of the path. The path is done. I finished that yesterday. But I was feeling really stressed about the fact that the garden's not done for my birthday, and then I realized what is actually done for my birthday is there is a space to hang out with friends. There's enough furniture. There's enough space. There will be drinks. There'll be a barbecue. Done. I've actually achieved that goal, and nobody is going to give me a scorecard on whether or not my garden is finished because... Newsflash, the garden will never be finished. That's like a thing about gardens, isn't it? That's my garden update. I've been enjoying Terry's photos of her garden project. If anybody else is out there doing anything major, send me a photo. I would even love to see pot plants. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like. Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.